0: From insurance business, here's your weekly global news roundup for June 19th to 23rd, 2023. I'm Steve Randall. Swiss Re Institute has released its fifth Resilient Sigma report, highlighting the escalating global protection gaps in natural catastrophes, crop, mortality and health insurance, which now demand a staggering $1.8 trillion US dollars in annual insurance premiums, a record high. Over the past five years, these protection gaps have surged by 20% propelled by growing economic demands and the impact of inflation. Despite the alarming rise in the protection gap, the report showed a positive development in society's ability to withstand unexpected financial shocks, Swiss Re said. Currently, 57 per cent of global risks associated with natural catastrophes, crop mortality and health are covered by insurance, a three percentage point increase since 2012. This year's report introduces a novel indicator of resilience focused on food security. It examines the extent of underinsurance in global crop production, revealing that 60% of the world's crop production remains uninsured, with the most significant protection gap observed in emerging Asia. Closing this gap would necessitate $113 billion in annual insurance premiums for crop coverage. The report also shows that as loss prevention reaches its limits, risk transfer through increased insurance uptake necessitates closer collaboration between the public and private sectors to facilitate incentives and enhance the insurability of hard-to-insure risks. The landscape of ransomware attacks is undergoing significant changes, according to a report from cybersecurity software provider NordLocker. While the US has consistently been the most affected country by ransomware attacks, the report noted a shift in focus towards other nations. Nordlocker says the UK has risen to the second most attacked country, accounting for nearly 6% of global attacks in 2022, higher than 4% in the previous year. Similarly, Germany witnessed an increase from 3.7% of attacks in 2021 to 4.1% in 2022. The US sat at the top of the list, experiencing 38.8% of attacks in 2022. While this is significantly higher than the other countries in the top five, it's still lower than the 45.8% of attacks it received in the previous year. Another trend highlighted in the report is the increasing number of ransomware attacks on the financial sector. While the total number of ransomware attacks worldwide decreased slightly in 2022, the financial sector experienced a significant increase over the same period. The financial sector was ranked the sixth most attacked sector in 2021. However, by 2022, it had become the most attacked sector, accounting for a total of 120 attacks. Insuramore, a provider of insurance rankings and analysis, has released its updated global ranking of insurer groups based on cyber insurance gross direct premiums written in 2022. The rankings, which incorporate insights from major underwriters in the industry, provide insights into the competitive landscape of the cyber insurance market. According to the analysis, the estimated GDPW for cyber insurance globally reached approximately $13.5 billion in 2022. When including captive insurers, this figure is projected to rise to nearly $14 billion, with the United States accounting for over half of the total. Examining the market's competitive structure, the research reveals that the top 20 insurer groups in this segment likely accounted for 70.3% of premiums worldwide, while the top 50 groups accounted for 92.3%. IB Talk in the UK has been finding out what underwriters need to consider in a challenging financial climate. The podcast confronts many of the current challenges underwriters in the financial industry are facing and provides key insights into the struggles sweeping the market in 2023. Chris Unwin is a director in the Financial Institutions team at Travellers Europe. He spoke about the impact of the regional banking crisis in the US, which spread to other jurisdictions. As an underwriter,
1: we need to be conscious of the size and complexity of banks. We need to pay careful attention to conduct. So fines and penalties give you an idea. Of the nature of their operations and we also need to be conscious of contagion so events in one jurisdiction impact other markets in ways we might not have expected i'd also note that scale doesn't automatically mean stability and rapid growth needs to be balanced with robust strengthening of risk management procedures i think another interesting point to come from the events was the treatment of 81 bondholders so credit Suisse had around 17 billion dollars of 81 bonds in issuance Now usually bank holders would rank higher than shareholders and shareholders are expected to take the losses first. In the structuring of this transaction the bond values were wiped out whilst equity holders received around 3 billion dollars in UBS shares. Now that doesn't seem to follow the usual conventions and following this legal challenges have been launched by bondholders who lost out. That has forced European and UK regulators to distance themselves from this decision and they've said that they will continue to rank bondholders above shareholders. That has implications for the investment management industry. So investment funds that hold 81 bonds within their portfolio may suffer unexpected write-downs, particularly on Swiss investments. And that could lead to claims from investors if they suffer material losses from holding 81 bonds. And there could be implications on debt pricing, particularly on the 81 bonds in the future.
0: You can hear the full episode on our usual podcast channels. WTW has launched a new property rebuild assessment service to provide its clients with accurate rebuild valuations and advice. Made in partnership with Kroll's property insurance valuation platform, the new service allows WTW to provide property rebuild adequacy assessments and online valuations to help assure clients that their business is properly protected and that they're not being overcharged for cover. The collaboration leverages extensive data comprising the latest statistical information on markets, costs and powerful analytics to offer clients accurate valuations. It also utilises Kroll's 40 different building indices to track cost trends to offer clients an end-to-end valuation solution. New research from Ecclesiastical revealed that 68% of brokers believe underinsurance to be more of an issue for high net worth clients than ever before as inflation and the cost of living crisis continues. The specialist insurers study also found that 77% of brokers believe there's a problem with underinsurance in the HNWS market, as the figure rose 5% from the previous year. In fact, of the 119 brokers questioned for the study, 25% believe that all HNW clients are underinsured. Despite these figures, only 30% of broker clients are concerned that they may be underinsured. The most underinsured areas are buildings, jewellery, contents, watches, art, antiques, handbags, clothes, and whiskey and wine collections. Ecclesiastical also gathered the top reasons on why brokers think HNW clients are underinsured. Lack of awareness of the huge rise of rebuild and repair costs comes out top, followed by out of date valuations, lack of awareness of the value of buildings and contents, inflation, and clients not wanting to pay higher premiums. These are just some of the global and regional stories covered by insurance business this week. For more, visit our website insurancebusinessmag.com.